everybody and a very warm welcome to our Daily Bread podcast. It's Friday today, the 30th, end of the week properly. I uh, hope you're all having a tip-top week and keeping out of mischief and uh, keeping out of the rain. Um, good luck. Um, yeah, let's pray this uh, Friday the 30th, which means it's payday today, which is very exciting. Anyway, for some of us. Let's pray. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouths shall proclaim your praise. O come, let us sing to the Lord, let us heartily rejoice in the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving, and be glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth, and the heights of the mountains are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands have moulded the dry land. Come, let us worship and bow down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Glory to the Father, and the, and the, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. And so as we rejoice in the gift of this day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. So today's Bible reading comes from 1 Timothy chapter 6 and we're looking at verses 20 to the end. 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 20 onwards. Timothy, guard what has been entrusted to your care. Turn away from godless chatter and the opposing ideas of what is falsely called knowledge, which some have professed and in so doing have departed from the faith. Grace be with you all. today's uh, reading from the Irresistible Revolution. Every time our government chooses to use military force to bring about change in the world, it once again teaches our children the myth of redemptive violence, the myth that violence can be an instrument for good. This is precisely the logic we are trying to rid ourselves of, especially here in the inner city, and even more so for those of us who have pledged allegiance to the cross rather than to the sword, and heed Jesus's Jesus' rebuke to Peter that all who draw the sword will die by the sword. Violence infects us. We begin to believe that violence can bring peace in our world, in our neighbourhoods, in our homes, in our hearts. I think of the memorial garden a few blocks from my house near the inner city school with the most graduates who died in Vietnam. It's no coincidence that it is in one of the poorest neighbourhoods in our city. There are plenty of times I'd like to bust out a sword and cut someone's ear off like Peter. But I began to consider what it means to pledge allegiance to Jesus and his cross. After nearly a year of discernment, seeking the wisdom of God and close friends, I decided to join the chorus of peacemakers, the incredible witness of voices in the wilderness and the Christian peacemaker teams and peaceful tomorrows. After counting the cost of going to Iraq and the cost of not going to Iraq, I went to Baghdad in March 2003 with the Iraq peace team a team of clergy, priests, veterans, doctors, journalists, students and concerned citizens. I put together a statement articulating why I was going and I headed to Iraq where I ended up living through the most beautiful and horrific months of my life. I was there during the bombing of Baghdad 
visiting homes, hospitals and families, and going to worship services with the hundreds of Iraqi Christians I met there. Essentially, I went to Iraq because I believe in a God of scandalous grace. I have pledged allegiance to a king who loved evildoers so much he died for them, teaching us that there is something worth dying for, but nothing worth killing for. I went to Iraq in the footsteps of an executed and risen God. The Jesus of the margin suffered an imperial execution by an oppressive regime of wealthy and pious elites. And now he dares me and woos me to come and follow him, to take up my cross, to lose my life to find it, with the promises that life is more powerful than death and that it is more courageous to love our enemies than to kill them. So now our common worship responses. Forsake me not, O Lord, be not far from me, O my God. Forsake me not, O Lord, be not far from me, O my God. Make haste to help me, O Lord of my salvation. Be not far from me, O my God. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Forsake me not, O Lord, be not far from me, O my God. So today's prayers come from uh, Common Prayer by Shane Claiborne, Jonathan Wilson Hartgrove and Enuma Okoro. Let us pray. Patrick of Ireland prayed this prayer. Against all Satan's spells and wiles, against false words of heresy, against the knowledge that defiles, against the heart's idolatry, against the wizard's evil craft, against the death wound and the burning, the choking wave and poisoned shaft, protect me, Christ, Christ, till they're returning. Draw us ever closer into your community, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, that we might love one another and work with one another in ways that mirror your care and unending love. Amen. So now let's join all our prayers together by saying the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Well, thank you once again for joining me i look forward to being with you again tomorrow and um yeah stay safe if you're going out trick-and-treating um the clocks have gone back now we've just about got used to it although although my dogs haven't they're really annoying and they kind of take ages to switch their body clock i don't understand why because what happens is that they wake up, well, the little one anyway, wakes up at six o'clock thinking it's his breakfast time because he normally wakes up at seven o'clock, tells me it's his breakfast time and I tell him that it's not his breakfast time until half past seven. So now he's waking up at six o'clock and telling me it's his breakfast time and it's not because he's got an hour and a half to wait. So I think he's just trying it on and just being like, I'm going to try this and see if it works, if I can get a, an earlier breakfast, which is uh, quite a canny thought for a small thick dog but it isn't working so uh, maybe he's not as clever as I'm thinking he might be anyway enough of dogs breakfasts let's uh, 
conclude our prayers today and I will be with you again tomorrow. So may the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.